0: Hello and welcome to this live-streamed official Folk Albums Chart of the Year show 2021, presented by Folk on Foot and English Folk Expo. I'm Matthew Bannister, and in the next hour or so, we're going to be counting down the best-selling Folk Albums of the Year 2021 and revealing the number one. And we'll also have live or exclusive performances from some of the brilliant artists who featured in the chart, including the Spell Song Supergroup, the Sea Shanty Stars' The Longest Johns, the amazing Spars and Bowdoin, and the wonderful Catherine Priddy. And we have with us a small but perfectly formed audience. Let's hear from them now. (laughs) They're really punching above their weight when it comes to making a noise. Now, I was supposed to be presenting this show with Bristol's own Lady Nade, but I'm very sorry to say that she's not well and she's snuggling up in bed with a hot water bottle at the moment, but she did manage to sit up long enough to send us this message.
1: Hi Matthew, hi everyone. I'm sad to not be joining you at Cecil Sharp House. I hope you all have an amazing evening and I'll definitely be watching from home. I'm a big fan of the official folk album show, but sadly I've tested positive for COVID. So it's another isolation party at home for me. This funky jacket on top and PJs on the bottom. I'll be live in the chat and comments. Sending my love to everyone out there. Stay safe. Maybe you can
2: see my PJs. They're funky, like my jacket. (laughs) Love you all.
0: Well, we love the PJs, but we're sorry that you're not feeling good, Nade. We're all sending lots of love for a speedy recovery. Uh, But that is the bad news. Uh, There is some amazing news, some good news, that at the last minute, the singer and songwriter from Somerset, Kitty McFarlane, has dashed up to London to help me present the show. So, Kitty, it's just great to have you here. Thanks ever so much for dropping everything and coming to join us.
3: Oh, it's so lovely to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs) And sending loads of warm wishes to... And and lots of love to Lady Nade back in Bristol. Um, It was a bit of a mad dash, but we're here now. And what an amazing lineup we have for you all tonight. Um, And we can start that... Right now, with a hugely original and talented artist uh, whose extraordinary guitar playing made a big impact when her album, um, Strange Lights Over Garth Mountain, first hit the chart in 2021. Here with us live is Gwenna Raymond. <laughs> amazing. Thanks so much. Um, it's, yeah, it's lovely to hear you play live. And your album, uh, Strange Lights Over Garth Mountain, um, is at number 37 in the Chart of the Year. Many congratulations. Um, I want to know more about the title and where it comes from. Uh, where is Garth Mountain and um, what are the Strange
2: Lights? Uh, so uh, that Garth Mountain is... Um, well, I grew up in a small village in Naronda called Taftswell, and Garth Mountain kind of looms large over... it. Actually, I, went to, I went to primary school in Garth Mountain, actually. Uh, But anyway, uh, the whole album's kind of about sort of memories of my childhood to a certain extent, at least in hindsight I think that's what it was. Anyway, one of my most distinct memories of high strangeness in the Welsh Valleys uh, is, I was very young and I remember my mum and my sister coming home from the co-op, claiming to have seen (laughs) UFOs flying over over the peak of the Garth Mountains, that sort of... Or stayed in my brain as like a distinct <laughs> memory of my childhood so yeah so I kind of I guess it's about that uh, somehow.
4: Amazing
3: story I love that I love how the co-op features as well. Oh, <laughs> um, so how important was it for you to have your album get into the official folk albums chart?
2: Yeah no it's 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 really it's kind of great because uh, I'm kind of a strange artist I don't really fit into any strict category uh which is useful when you play festivals Scream a lots of them but um so yeah, to be kind of I guess accepted into something like I, you know, huge folk fan, but I, I've never really known whether or not I sit really in that. But uh, you to be accepted into that kind of folk community, you know, it's really it's, it's it's great. No, it's it's yeah, it means a lot.
3: Oh, well, you're definitely accepted in the community, and it's lovely to have you here. And you're going to play something else for us now, I think. Uh, do you want to tell us about that?
2: Yeah, so I'm going to play "Hell for Certain," uh, which is another uh, song about a childhood in a, in the South Wales. I, my house was at the was at the. Um, well, the, the the railway station was right at the foot of our garden, and sort of, and the, my my whole, especially my mother's family, it sort of st- history, is sort of steeped in that. Uh, we were all railroad workers, and so the kind of that, you know, the tracks at the bottom of my garden, the and the, the coal train steaming through and rattling all the glasses, and like the fact that you know, all of my all the, the, the that sort of part of my family worked on the railway means that. I don't know, I think about trains a lot and they mean something and there's kind of this strange tie in that way to like the the sort of, almost like kind of that western cowboy aesthetic which is another sort of thing which I've kind of grown up somewhat obsessed with. So it's kind of an amalgamation of, I don't know, Welsh cowboys, I don't know, and trains (laughs) and coal and hell. (laughs) Take it
5: away. Thank you.
0: Wonderful Gwenna Raymond with Hell for Certain from her album Strange Lights Over Garth Mountain, number 37 in the official Folk Albums chart of the year. But let's find out where some of the other albums are now as we get the first chart countdown from Kitty.
6: At 40, it's Martin Simpson's home recordings.
3: 39, John Bowden with Last Mile Home. At 38, Chris Drever and Where the World is Thin.
7: And only snow is the rise and fall Of the tides and scap of
3: 37, Strange Lights Over Garth Fountain from Gwyneth for Raymond. So At 36, on, Saint Drunk Sister and back, Where I Should End.
8: Oh, I love you, honey,
3: this is nine it's heaven. At 35, John Francis Flynn's so I Would Not Live
7: Always. He called, me called, in vain never goes back again
3: At 34, the Pogues classic BBC Sessions from the 1980s. At
9: 33,
3: Seth Lakeman tells A Pilgrim's Tale, the first of two entries for him. Hear the wood like singing on his sad and mournful air At 32, the late great Jackie Levens straight out of Caledonia And at 31, Sam Lee
7: with old Wow Away the arise for oh, life, she is
0: calling thee. Well, there have been loads of albums that have made a big impact on me personally during the year, but one of them was I Would Not Live All Ways by the Irish singer and songwriter John Francis Flynn, which is at number 35 in the official chart of the year. Jude Rogers in The Guardian wrote, He has a voice like old leather, blunt yet sincere holding his notes like bagpipe drones resisting all weathers. Around it, whirl traditional instruments and Tascam four-track cassette tape loops, masterminded by composer Ross Cheney, giving the album an unearthly intensity. Well, John Francis is playing a gig tonight as part of his UK tour, but he has sent us this video of lovely Joan from the album. And watch out for the old man and the cat.
7: Fine old man it was indeed, mounted on his milk-white steed He rode, he rode himself all alone, until he came to lovely John Good morning to you, my pretty fair maid, and twice good morning, so she said For your maiden head, she say blush like the round.
3: Ordinary music of John Francis Flynn, winner of the RTE Radio One Awards for Best Folk Singer and Best Emerging Artist in 2021. I think I might just follow suit and take my neighbour's cat out for a drive one day. Um, but his album I Would Not Live Always is at number 35 in the official Folk Albums Chart of the year. But who else is in the lineup? Here's Matthew.
0: At 30, John Smith and the Fray. Family
6: thing You yeah, always said you'd die Before you put on a ray
0: At 29, Spires and Bowdoin and On fallow ground
4: And I'll tell you the reason why It was to a jolly
5: old cook Because my watch didn't
0: supply At 28, oh, Peggy Seeger's 12. First Farewell
5: Asia Resumes her own gravitational plan Then I'm hitting the road With Father's time drag at
0: 27, The Emancipation of Eva Grey by Thea Gilmore. Before,
10: should I not the score?
0: At 26, Kareen Polwart and Dave Milligan's Still as You're Sleeping.
10: The parting clash. Good night and joy
0: be with you. All. At 25, Settlement from the Straws.
7: Times the pain, times when all
6: was
0: lost At 24, arrivals pain. by Declan O'Rourke.
6: Stars over said, Welcome.
0: At 23, peace is the first of two entries for the Levelers. at 22 afterlight All by the afterlight
2: the longest mark by far is the slow assassination of the years in which i loved or tried to at least
0: in the way and at 21 hamish Hawke's heavy elevator
4: to see your life turning sour and can't believe the speed the scaffold
3: So, at number 29 in the chart of the year are Spires and Bowden, who reunited as a duo after a long break and released their album Fallow Ground. And I'm delighted to say that they're here with us in Cecil Sharp House live right now to remind us what we were missing when they took that break. So, please welcome John Spires and John Bowden. Three,
11: four.
4: Was a shearer by name Louis Brink. He's a devil for work, he's a devil for drink. He could shear 500 a day without fear, he could drink without flinching 12 gallons of beer. Barman who served out the drink, how he hated the sight of that de Bluey Brink. For he stayed much too late, and he came much too soon. At morning, at evening, at night time, and noon. But one morning when Jimmy was cleaning the bar with so glasses he kept an idea and come the appalling with thirst Say whatever you got Jim, just hand me the first. Well, it ain't told in history, it ain't put in prints But Jimmy, drunk acid, will never away. Saying that's the stuff, Jimmy, Christ, strike me stone dead This'll make me the ringer of Stevenson sheds Out the barman the was trembling with worry and fear. Too nervous to argue, too anxious to fight. Thinking that Shearer might not last the night. But the very next day, when he opened the door, well in come share a balling for more with well, his eyebrows all singed and his whiskers deranged And holds in his hide like a dog with the mange Says, Jimmy, how do you like the new stuff? Oh, it's all right, says, bluey, but I ain't had enough. For it sets me to coughing, and you know I'm no liar. Every cough that I make sets me whiskers on fire.
3: you both so much that was really beautiful um and john i can reveal that you are actually in fact in the chart three times um with your solo album last mile home at number 39 your duo album fallow ground at 29 and still to come is the bellowhead reassembled album um so was it your intention all along to go for total chart domination <laughs> last year
4: uh, well i think it's a kind of a musician panic response isn't it when you know make make an album if you <laughs> so i think a lot of people in lockdown uh, we sort of made lots of albums so that was,
3: sort of what happened with me yeah <laughs> well it definitely paid off and um this album kind of feels quite uh quite upbeat and, and bright was it always your intention from the start to to set out to make something quite positive feeling well, i think it
12: was quite serendipitous actually that um we were putting it together under the lockdown conditions so we're always going to make this album and we've always made albums as a kind of chart of music that we're into at the moment and so i think probably that might have subconsciously led us towards cheerier material more upbeat material than uh, than is usually thought of in the folk canon but um yeah it just happened that way
3: yeah it definitely feels like the right time to be releasing stuff that's that's a bit positive and cheery um, and i think you're going to play some more tunes for us uh, so would you like to introduce them
4: yeah, it's uh, three tunes. First tunes t- the first tune is a Morris tune. You can choose the first tune.
12: I can't remember where it's <laughs> from. Where it from. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's from a village called Filkin. So it's actually an orphaned Morris tune. It doesn't have any dancers, le- dances that were recorded with it. Um, so it's the Morris dance tune for a Morris dance that's been lost. And then uh, we go into a tune called Saltash, which is a Cornish dance tune. And uh, we finish off with a tune from Cumbria called William Irwin's Modal Hornpipe.
11: Lovely. i leave Thank you.
0: Always a joy, Spires and Bowden with the Cuckoo's Nest tune set from their album *Fallow Ground*, number 29 in the official folk albums chart of the year 2021. Well, now this show is taking place just a day after we heard the terribly sad news of the death of one of the UK's greatest folk singers, Norma Waterson's powerful and expressive voice made her a much-loved legend. And of course part of the Watterson Carthy dynasty that has done so much to reinterpret and pass on our musical heritage. Well in July 2018 I went walking with Eliza Carthy for Folk on Foot near the family home in Robin Hood's Bay and Eliza asked if I'd mind if the rest of the family joined us for a sing-song round the kitchen table in the farmhouse where she grew up. Mind? I nearly bit her arm off. So I had the extraordinary privilege of sitting round the table, as Norma, Mary, and Anne Watterson joined Eliza and Martin Carthy to sing a Lal Watterson song, "Some Old Salty," and tonight I'd like to share the film of that occasion with you again, as a tribute to Norma.
6: Some old salty, how we used to rock me, jelly roller jelly. rock me soft and not see we step further than the eye can see, he had a head like a toy shop molex and it, it must have been the rolling sea now some old salty oh, how he I- used to rock me Jelly Roller, Jerry Lee How we used to rock me Oh, fair waltzes Bump into Brenda Lee Riverboat, jazz crews Driving to the two nineteen. Now so salty Oh, Oh, how we used to rock rock me, Jerry Roller, Jerry Lee. How we used to rob me, so fair, oh, nor sea,
13: whisked
6: further step. than the eye can see. He had a head like a toy shop. Oh, So How he used to rob me Jelly Roll and Jerry Lee How he used to rob me Now some, some old saltine, oh. how he used to rock me Jelly roll the jerry Lee, how he used to rock me Down the dancing come, come on Mr. Chester, please
11: It
0: still sends shivers down my spine. That was the late, great Norma Waterson, And we send our deepest condolences to Eliza, to Martin and to the rest of the family. And if you'd like to offer your support to Martin, we'll post a link in the chat and on social media where you can do that. But now let's get the next chart countdown from Kitty.
3: Twenty, the Levellers return with their classic Glastonbury set from
11: 1992.
3: At nineteen, the second album from the Spell Songs, Let the Light In. 18, Pete and Diesel are live at Barrowlands,
6: 2020.
3: At 17, Seth Lakeman's back with Make Your Mark. At 16, Richard Dawson and the Finnish heavy metal band Circle present Henki. Frim acclaimed debut, The Eternal
5: Rocks Beneath.
3: At 14, the great Christy Moore is flying into mystery.
7: At
3: 13, Nature's Light from Blackmore's Night. Twelve fellow head are reassembled. Out,
4: right? from the line, and, we'll now.
3: and at eleven, boss is the first of two entries from Jamie Webster.
6: Give the ball
0: Now, last month on the Official Folk Albums Chart Show, I spoke to Robert McFarlane and Julie Fowlis about the second album from The Spell Songs, inspired by Robert's writing and the gorgeous illustrations of Jackie Morris in The Lost Words and The Lost Spells books. And even though the album only came out in the middle of December, it's at number 19 in the chart of the year. The spell songs are Beth Porter, Julie Fowlis, Jim Molyneux, Kareem Polwart, Chris Drever, Rachel Newton and Seku Keita. And right now, as we speak, they're playing the second of two gigs across the other side of London at the Cadogan Hall. I went last night and it's an amazing show. Not just the great empathy between those fantastic performers, but the alchemy of Jackie Morris painting otters and a red fox live on the stage. Well, we really wanted the spell songs involved in our show, so we went along to their soundcheck to film two exclusive tracks. And here's the first of them. That was absolutely amazing. I feel I should uh, actually come in with a big round of applause and <laughs> cheers, as if there was an audience here. But we're in the sound check. Uh, Corinne, what does it feel like to be to be back on the road with this extraordinary bunch of musicians?
2: It's great. Um, it feels we've got good energy about us. Um, we're all here, which feels <laughs> like a small miracle. So yeah, it's fantastic.
0: And I, I wonder, uh, Beth, if you, when you get back together again, and you, I know you wrote this album in the la- house in the Lake District. When you got back together again, did it all just slot into place or did you have to get used to each other again?
8: I think we, we needed a bit of rehearsal, but I think we, were all, we all came prepared with um, you know, our little bits and put them together, and, and actually playing live together is easier than practicing at home, I have to say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and Julie, one of the great things about this show, and, and, and Jackie's here at the back, Jackie Morris, is that when, when the show happens, Jackie paints live on stage. What's that feel like when you're singing and she's creating behind you?
5: It's incredible,
8: um, but actually it feels totally natural as well because this project is entirely based on um, Jackie and Rob's work, so to have Jackie here, she was part of the, the creation of all the music, so her energy is, is in the music, so to have her here painting just feels like the most natural thing in the world.
0: Mm. And, and Rachel, it's, it's so much more than a music project this, isn't it, because the, the books have taken on a, a life of their own. Do you have a sense of being part of something much bigger than, than just the music?
13: Absolutely, and I think that makes it all the more special. And yeah, it kind of—it's bigger than all of us, which is, is quite freeing and liberating in a way. Um, yeah, it's really special.
0: Well, you're going to play another song for us now, Seku. I wonder uh, if you could just introduce it for us. What, what are we going to hear?
7: Jay. Um, tune that partially When I first received the book, like uh, Beth said earlier, we come a little bit prepared. Open, the, just random. Page came to Jay. <laughs> and the way that Rob written, the, the patterns of the writing are so rhythmic to me, and also the beautiful work of Jackie, uh, really. I can see in my imagination that's here busy Jay doing his job. So this is what came out in the head at the time.
0: Well, I'll get out of your way. Thank you very much indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, the spell songs with Jay.
3: Songs with the beautiful Jay from their album uh, Spell Songs Two, Let the Light In, and currently number 19 in the Folk Chart of the Year. And this whole project wouldn't be happening uh, without English Folk Expo, who came up with the idea of the chart in the first place and commissioned it from the official charts company. And they're also co-producing producing this live show with Folk on Foot. And um, so we're joined by English Folk Expo Chief Executive Tom Besford. Hello. Hi, hi. Great to have you here. So why did you commission the official uh, folk albums charts in the first place?
13: Well, when the lockdown happened, uh, we realised that was kind of putting pay to all of the live music. And we just thought, okay, how can we keep folk music in the public eye? How can we keep presenting all these great albums? And we noticed that there wasn't a specific genre chart for folk music. So we went to the official charts company and said, look, how would this work if we... We set one of these up and went through all the algorithms and systems and stuff that you need to make a chart happen, and came up with with the official folk albums chart. And what was really then important to us was that we wanted to continue to support artists by investing in PR, so that every month we've got somebody shouting about all the fantastic new albums that are coming out in this in this broad genre. And that's meant things like the the fantastic folk on foot chart show, but it's also meant loads of local radio and press featuring the charts, and and hopefully that's just kept folk in that public consciousness
3: and a year on uh, how do you feel about it now and has it sort of surpassed your expectations
13: um, personally, I have discovered so many fantastic albums and artists as a result of these charts. Every month, uh, we're looking down for the new releases and thinking, goodness me, this is really special. And what I've also really enjoyed is it's showcased uh, the complete range of what we call folk as a genre, from some of the more commercial singer-songwriter to proper trad, finger-in-your-ear folk like, like I love. Um, And uh, in addition to that, we've had brilliant representation from England, Scotland, Wales and Ireland as well throughout the course of the year. And that's been really great to see.
3: And any standout moments looking back over the months uh, that you kind of look back on fondly and, and are memorable for you?
13: One of the uh, English Folk Expo's programmes is our artist mentoring programme. Uh, and there was one particular month that I think we were all humbled and honoured to see three alumni of that programme, Chloe Foy, Lady Nade and, of course, the fantastic Catherine Priddy.
3: Brilliant. Oh, well, Tom Besford from the English Folk Expo. Thank you so much.
0: Well perhaps one of the most amazing success stories as Tom says from the chart's first year has to be the Birmingham based singer and songwriter Catherine Priddy. Her album The Eternal Rocks Beneath went into the chart at number 2 and then rose to number 1 an astonishing achievement for a young artist just starting out on her career. And the album is at number 15 in the folk chart of the year and I'm delighted that Catherine is here with George Bonesmer, and they're going to sing Indigo from the Eternal Rocks Beneath. Ladies and gentlemen, Catherine Priti.
5: You were raised in a forest, it grew straight and tall. As you weaved through the trunks, you felt desperately small. The taller you grew, the taller the trees, and you'd run home all muddy and grace both your knees. And there, in the meadow, stood a tall, slender beech. If you raised both your arms, you found you could reach the base of the branches. And upward you swung. The forest she whispered as all her leaves sang. To you, those indigo eyes, there's a child that hides in the stars, they call out to their runaway. stars you are known and when this life's over
0: Catherine, that was absolutely beautiful. Thank you very much indeed. I think there's going to be a bit of a retuning going on now, yes. isn't there? George is going to take charge of that while we have a chat. My Rody, my band number. It's <laughs> uh, so it had been quite a year for you. I-, I wonder what it felt like. First of all, when the album went into the chart at number two, were you happy about that or were you just a bit oh, disappointed?
8: Oh, I was really disappointed. No, I was absolutely <laughs> delighted. Um, I, was, I was kind of... My ultimate goal was top 20, and I thought that was stretching it. So when it went to number two, I couldn't believe it.
0: And so. then it went to number one. I know, yeah,
8: it was mad. <laughs> did you
0: have a bit of a celebration? <laughs>
8: we did, yeah. A, a cork was popped that evening. Um, <laughs> no, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Like, for a first album, um, I don't think you really have many expectations because you, really, you don't know what to expect. So the fact that it did that well... It uh, was really, really exciting. It's extraordinary. Yeah. Would,
0: would you tell us a little bit about the album? Was it a long time coming? Did you work on the songs for, for quite a long time in yeah, advance? Yeah,
8: I mean, some of the songs in there I wrote when I was um, kind of 15, 16. Um, I've been playing for a really, really long time. Um, in fact, Indigo, that one, was one that one of the first songs I wrote, and it was one that I would really kind of got bored with and didn't really like anymore. But then you go into the studio and you kind of bring other instruments in and breathe new life, and I kind of think I found a newfound respect for that song. And so it was nice to kind of rediscover some old songs and just parcel up um, that period of my life and songwriting in, in one album. And, yeah, kind of draw a line under it and I'm really excited about the next stage now.
0: Yeah. So are you working on some new songs? I might be, yeah. OK. Yeah, I might be. <laughs> and you've had quite a year too because, unlike most people, you seem to have been out on the road. No, I've been you seem to have been, life. you know, playing gigs. But that I kind of thing, You've been supporting Richard Thompson. Yeah. And then you had your own headlining tours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did that happen? You've you got some kind of miracle got, luck?
8: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I remember just before I had three, so 26 dates between kind of October and Christmas. I remember my Facebook and my Twitter was just full of cancellations and either because people had COVID or because venues were shutting down or whatever. Um, so the fact that all 26 gigs went ahead, I feel incredibly lucky about that. Yeah. Um, but it was just amazing to be out there and people were really happy to be enjoying live music and I hope that um, this next year will be a lot easier on that front.
0: And so. playing the London Palladium?
8: Oh, yeah, that was a bit nuts. Um, <laughs> I, I think, yeah, that was that was one of those ones where I'm glad I didn't go and sit in the seats beforehand because I went and sat in the seats to watch Richard afterwards and you suddenly kind of see the size of it. And uh, yeah, I'm glad I didn't do that before I went on stage. But so you're going to play
0: another song for us now. I think the guitar's ready. Is it ready, George? It's ready. Yeah, it's ready. OK, great. So what, what are you going to play?
8: I am going to play a song called Eurydice, um, which was also on the album, and it's based on a Greek myth. There's two, there's two songs on the album based around Greek myths. Um, and I won't tell the story of it, because people have probably may have heard me talk about it before. But, um, yeah, it's probably my favourite song from the album, so I thought it would be nice to play it. OK.
0: Thanks. So Thanks. while Catherine gets her guitar on, we will wait for Eurydice <laughs> from the Eternal Rocks Beneath. Thank you, Thank you very much.
5: darker these days I thought you were sun stars in your eyes when your shirt is undone your skin is full moon reflection of light it sleeps in the daytime stays up most of the night Bitchy. Just that you'll follow me up to the end. I wish there was something to let me know. You're
3: pretty with george Bonesmer singing eurydice from her debut album the eternal rocks beneath in the folk chart of the year at number 15
0: well now obviously Catherine's done well and she has a growing army of fans but even she can't compete with our next guests Thanks to a postman called Nathan Evans from Airdrie in Scotland, sea shanties were the hottest thing in music around the world last year. Nathan's posts on TikTok got in millions of followers and a music career. But the Bristol-based band The Longest Johns had been singing shanties for years, so they were well-placed to jump on board. Since then, their version of the old whaling song The Man has been played over 14 million times on Spotify. They have a Twitch channel... I did have to look that up, but it's been watched for over 100,000 hours and last year they made a video of the Wellerman with 6,500 fans and fisherfolk all taking part at once. Their new album Smoke and Oakum, is just out and we're delighted to welcome Jonathan J.D. Darley, Andy Yates and Dave Robinson to sing a track from it. Now, keen-eyed Longest John's fans will notice that the fourth member of the band, Robbie Satin, is missing. Unfortunately, he tested positive for Covid, so he can't be with us. But the other three are soldiering on with a kind of version of him, as you'll see. So perhaps we shouldn't call them the longest johns. Perhaps they're the medium johns or the three-quarter johns. Anyway, take it away, lads.
1: Oh, come on, all you workers who toil night and day By hand and by brain to earn your pay who for centuries long past, for no more than your bread, have bled for your countries and counted your dead. We're the first ones to starve, we're the first ones to die, the first ones in
9: line for that high in the sky, and we're always the last when the cream is shed out, for the worker is
1: working when the fat Gats about in the factories and mills, in the shipyards and mines, we've often been told to keep up with the times, for our skills are not needed. They've streamlined the job with slide rule and stopwatch, our pride they have robbed. We're We're the first ones to starve, we're the first ones to
9: die, the first ones in line for that high in the sky. And we're always the last
1: when the cream is shed out, for the worker is working when the fat cat's about. And when the sky darkens and the prospect is war, who's given a gun and then pushed to the fore and expected to die for the land of our birth. Though we've never owned one
9: lousy handful of earth, we're the first ones to starve. We're the first ones to die, the first ones in line For that pie in the sky, and we're always the last When the cream is shed out, for the worker is working When the fat
1: cat's about, and all of these things That the worker has done, from tilling the fields To carrying the gun We've been yoked to the plow since time first began And always expected to
9: carry the can We're the first ones to starve We're the first ones to die The first ones in line for that high in the sky And we're always the last when the cream is shed out For the worker is working when the fat Cats about, we're the first ones to starve, we're the first ones to die, the first ones in line for that pie in the sky, and we're always the last when the cream is shed out for the worker is working when the fat
0: cats about. That was fantastic, guys, a really rousing socialist call to arms to get us underway. And I, I'm not sure that Robbie was really pulling his weight. <laughs> yeah, to say. he tries. He still somehow manages to be the most charismatic, even when he's made of cardboard. You know. <laughs> he's still learning. I wonder if you're moving away from the sea shanties now for your new album.
1: Um, Not especially. I mean, there's definitely a few different things that we've tried, but then we've always kind of experimented and gone into different folky things. Uh, There's definitely a few more things moving in the more Americana direction on this album, which has been a big influence for us for
0: quite a few years anyway. So Um, when this sea shanty craze began with the postman in Scotland, uh, and you have been singing sea shanties for ages by then, Mm. you were kind of well-placed to capitalise on, on what was going on on TikTok. But were you aware of social media crazes around sea shanties before that
1: yeah absolutely so the whole thing with wellerman um i mean we we heard it from a band called kimber's men a few years before and we recorded an album in 2018 um, but we really started to see it go crazy on the internet in august 2019 so we um we use social media and the internet a lot for creating stuff we create like weekly youtube videos and all sorts of different things to try and get more of this music out there and in front of people for the first time.
0: And do you use um, gaming as
1: well? We do. So the very first video we started doing um, with the Wellerman was in a game called Sea of Thieves, where we sung that at a bunch of people surprising them in the game. And it went really, really big on the internet. And um, for us, every couple of months or so, it seemed like our listener base would double overnight and it would get shared around on another platform. And um, the whole Sea Shanty TikTok thing had been going on for about a year and a half or so before even the whole thing kicked off last year in January. So there was already this kind of really great... Uh, movement and group of people who loved the music and were enthusiastic about it. It's just we didn't, there wasn't anything kind of galvanizing them at that point. And then when the whole thing kicked off in January, it wasn't just that people liked it and could share it anymore, but they could actually take part as well. And um, that's what the whole music and everything is about. And why folk music and shanties are so special is that it's not just a, a thing from the past, but it's actually, it's those amazing things that are still relevant and special today and people can put their own touch and spin on it.
0: And, and the amazing thing about it was that it came at the time of lockdown as well, mm. which meant that people were isolated, but you brought them together. You had a community project with 6,500 people <laughs> yeah, singing yeah. The Wellerman <laughs> yeah, yeah. online. That must mm. have been some it was, undertaking.
9: Uh, it was incredible, yeah. We, um, we did one before then. How many did we get? Uh, we hoped for 100 and we got 500. Yeah, yeah. So we were like, oh, let's do another one. Now lockdown's here to really bring our embassy together. And we got, like, way more than we
1: thought we'd get, which is amazing. Who edits um, the thing? Uh, My wife, generally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, she's been working, like, TV and uh, stuff like that for quite a while. So she's, yeah, been absolutely essential in doing a lot of the stuff that we create online especially.
0: Amazing and and you're off to America I think to play some dates now presumably because of the following you've built there online.
9: Yeah we've always seen a kind of uh, message contingent of uh, our listeners over in the US so this will be our first time to go over there and meet some of them and (laughs) have them you know join in with singing all the songs on stage and it will be great.
0: Well I hope everyone's going to join in now because I can't let you go (laughs) unless you sing the Wellerman for us. Will you do that? It'll be a Cross. pleasure. Uh, the Longest Johns, well, three quarters of the Longest <laughs> Johns and Robbie uh, are going to sing The Wellerman for us. Take it away, guys. There
9: once was a ship that put to sea, and the name of that ship was the Billy tea The winds blew hard, about it down below, me bully boys blow. Huh. Soon, Soon may the weller man come to bring us sugar and, and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. She had not been two weeks from shore, and down on her, her right well bore, the captain called all hands and swore he'd take that whale in tow. Huh. Soon, Soon may the well- Wellerman, man come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the in is done, we'll take our leave and go. Before the boat had hit the water, the whale's tail came up and caught our lands to the side, harpooned and fought her when she died down below. Soon <gasps> may the well man come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the in is done, we'll take our leave and go. No line was cut, no whale was free, to the captain's mind was not on greed, but he belonged to the whaleman's creed. She took that ship in tow. Soon <laughs> May, the weller, weller man, come <laughs> to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day, when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. For forty days or even more, the line went slack, then tight once more. All boats were lost, there were only four, but still that Ooh. whale did go. Soon May, the weller man, come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One <laughs> One day when the tongue in is done we'll take our leave and go. As far as I've heard the fight's still on, the line's not cut and the whale's not gone. The weller man makes his irregular calls to encourage the captain crew and all to may the Weller man come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. So may the weller man come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go.
3: thought i'd see an 18th century wailing song going viral on tiktok that was the longest johns whose album cures what ails yeah, is at number nine in the official folk albums chart of the year but who is at number one we're about to find out
0: at number 10 this is the kit with off off on when
11: she came
0: At 9, the longest Johns ride the wave of the sea shanty craze in cures what ails you.
9: One day when the tug is done we will take our leave and go.
0: At 8, it's Grace Petrie with connectivity.
10: Thunder's coming near. don't know
0: where At 7, Kate Rosby's Hand Me Down.
10: blue.
0: At six, flights say, this is really going to hurt. At five, Johnny Flynn and Robert McFarlane's Lost in the Cedarwood... At four, Ferocious Dog and the Hope. At three, Jamie Webster's second entry, We Get By. And at two, it's Laura Marling with her exquisite Song for Our Daughter.
10: We wander the landscape in this unbearable pain. Oh
11: my
3: fortune can shine. So drum roll, please. The best-selling folk album of 2021 is Good Woman by The Staves. They are the sisters... Emily, Jessica and Camilla Staveley-Taylor from Watford and this is perhaps their most revealing and personal album yet. It was written after a series of life-changing events, the loss of their mother, the birth of Emily's baby and the end of a five-year relationship and the album's been in the top ten all year so perhaps it's no surprise that it's at number one but it's a good excuse to hear the title track one more time. This is Good Woman by the Staves. (laughs)
10: Please well, say what you are, and you never go back. My song is a song, even buried in the black. Well, I cover my mouth, and I straighten my back. Well, I cover my mouth, and I straighten my back. I'm a good woman.
11: I'm
10: a good woman. Be careful.
0: Good Woman by The Staves, the best-selling folk album of 2021.
3: And what an amazing time we've had here at Cecil Sharp House. Thanks to all the artists for taking part, and to the English Folk Expo, who commissioned the chart and who've co-produced this live show with Folk On Foot, and to Northern Cowboy Films, who made it all happen.
0: And, of course, uh, Kitty, thanks to you for stepping in at the last minute and doing such an amazing job. Let's give Kitty a round of applause, shall we?
11: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to be back next Tuesday with the regular uh, chart show uh, for looking at the sales over the last month. Um, this is going to be a podcast, so if you want to relive it, you'll be able to do that. And we're going to have a new episode of Folk on Foot featuring the great Shetland fiddle player Maurice Henderson and his friend, the luthier and guitarist Ewan Thompson, teaching me how to dance the Shetland reel on the beach in Shetland. So uh, that's coming out in the middle of February. Don't miss it. Join us for that. Support us, please, at folkonfoot.com. And please keep on buying the albums of the artists you love and going out to support their gigs. Have a good evening.